black people don't read. Black Reading is fundamental. Get a book, man. Get the great stories. The great thing about reading is that it broadens your, your life. You know, we all live our lives, but I think a reader lives a hundred other lives. Welcome back to Inspire Reads with Inspire Entertainment. I'm your boy back from... Where, where, where was our last episode? Do you remember? <laughs> My disappearance? Nah, I don't remember, but I just remember Mo making the most out of it. He, he, obviously, you know, like how when he yeah. was gone, that. Speaking of Mo, <laughs> Mo isn't here this episode. Mo isn't here, you know what I mean? Um, he's living his best life. He's living his best. He, he's out there in Africa right now. Yeah, he's out there, you know, blood diamond hunting and <laughs> the whole works, you know what I mean? He's. Uh, with the with the with the Bobo tribes, Bobo tribes, the whole lot, the whole works, man. They're welcoming, they're welcoming home right now, mm. um, welcoming him home uh, as we speak. You know, uh, with that being said, I think I am the most consistent one. No, I, I, I'm, I'm not gonna dispute with them, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought. <coughs> yeah, I'm, I'm surprising myself that I've gone 27 without Strong, not missing yeah. a single beat but yeah Mo's out there somewhere doing his, his, his stuff you know what I mean uh, Yasin was out there last week doing his stuff and now we're back and now he's back to die routine uh, and yeah do you want to get on to get on with today's episode or yeah today's episode is brought to you by <laughs> it's sponsored by Pepsi <laughs> I wish man I wish but in this in this episode uh where we read the book A Strange Case of Dr. Jerkill and Mr. Mr. Hyde. Yeah, I wanted you to, to say the name because our first name got me spinning, man. Well, Mr. Jerkill. Yes, uh, this was a book like written in uh, like Victorian times. Yeah. And I was surprised that, I don't know, I think the name Jerkill was, was around. But hey. First time I heard his name. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. This was, the book was written by a, a guy called Robert Louis Stevenson, who also wrote Treasure Island. Uh, I ain't gonna lie, I ain't read that book. You read? I just heard about it. All I know is about it sounds deep. Pirates and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, before we get into the book, hmm. just uh, little introductions. See how Yasin's been. How, you, how have you been? I've been sensational, my brother. I've sensational? Been, like, yeah, man. I can't complain, man. How are you adjusting back to to customs? Customs? No, it's... Yeah, man, everything's it's been... This Ramadan's over. Nah, eating, eating as much as I can. Eating and drinking left, right? I don't know, man. It, it feels a bit bit off. What do you mean? During the day, I'll just be like... Like, I feel full. Like, I should be, like... Okay, yeah. okay. The hunger, I feel the hunger should be there, in it. Mm. But after a month, it's... It's a different. It's a different. Afterwards, you just feel so so energized. Yeah. yeah. It's a different type of cleanse when you go through it the entire month. I feel like for me the, I don't know, the strangest thing for me is like, you know how around mm. twelve o'clock and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You're up. It's like yeah, you're up and like the night sort of life is there. I fell asleep last night at twelve. Yeah, yeah, like uh, I still haven't adjusted to sleeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before Fajr, because what I used to do is I, I would just like stay up until Suhoor and mm-hmm. then sleep, but that sort of like passed on to now like I don't sleep until Fajr. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've I found it hard, accustomed to just trying to sleep. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I know at that. a much earlier date. But <clears throat> yeah, I should be trying to get back into that because you know work work is difficult when you ain't had sleep. Sure. Uh, but yeah, back to this book, uh, the strange case of Doctor Jerko and Mister Hyde. This was like a, a thriller-ish type of book. Um, well, that's what before before like we decided to read this book. I was just searching it up, mm-hmm. and it was like a horror type of like a murder book. mystery. Yeah, um, and I haven't ever read uh, a horror book. Have you not? No. Nah. Oh, I've read quite a few. Have you? Yeah. How do you think? Like, because in my head, I don't know for some reason, I feel like. Well, it, it changed, yeah, but yeah. at the beginning. I always felt like that for some reason the books just wouldn't be able to scare me as well as like you know the visual for like, f- like a movie would. Yeah, I don't think I've ever felt like. But there's always that cold feeling when you when you're reading about like a specific sort of like just would you call them villains in like a horror book? Would you would you call them just like criminals, man, a murderer? Yeah, like when villain. you read about it in a horror in um, some certain like books, yeah. you just get like a cold chill out. Like, like it's crazy and. How is it compared to like, like so compared to like mm. watching it? Is it not nowhere near? No, because then again, at the same time you can visualize it sometimes when you're reading the the books. But when you're when you're watching it, you can see it, and the sort of directors and stuff, what they're doing with the films, they can be a bit um, crafty and just have certain moments where you know what I mean. Yeah, build the suspense up yeah. and do the whole I jump mean, thing. But I feel like nowadays horror films aren't as good as they used to be. Like now is is mainly just jump scares. Mm. And so what, no what do you think for you is a good horror movie? Remember the old um, Halloween film. The old Halloween film. Yeah, Michael Myers. Nah, nah I, I haven't seen that. Come on, Johnny. That was that was. Whenever good. like everyone would talk about Michael Myers, I would just think of Mike Myers. Mm. You know, like oh, the Austin yeah. Powers guy. <laughs> No, yeah. <laughs> that guy, that, oh man. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, so I never actually got that reference. Mm. Uh, there's Let me also Freddy Krueger as well, so that's like a Oh my god, Freddy. No, no, that's a serious one, that's a serious one, Devil. Uh, are they like the same in the sense where there's that one guy that's like sort of chasing the whole time? That's, that's Mac Michael Myers. Okay. But Freddy Krueger is something else. Imagine you have to sleep. Do you know something that's the, I think it's the worst sort of like childhood. Like, but is it is it so is it just like one of those movies where there's the, that guy that one guy that goes around chasing people? Yeah, but that's not the case in it. But um, you see the the character before he becomes like a murderer mm. and like a really messed up childhood. Okay. Yeah, and even I think they reboot it now. So like he had like a sister in the first form, and now she's trying to like kill him. Like she's trying to kill she come back for her. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he was in legit in prison, and then like. Something happened to his boss, yeah. the prison boss, because they transferred him, and legit the bus broke down. Everyone quit. <laughs> yeah, man. But these days, horror movies are like. Should we, should we should we get into should we stick on a couple? What? Like just tear a couple horror films that people like, like you today. Can. I don't really have. Any, I just think right now, just the horror scene is like paranormal activity. The purges or purges weak, man. The, the, the whole purge, concept, yeah, the concept that, is interesting, the but purge, it never happened. The beginning, the concept was like, yeah, this is very interesting. Mm. But uh, And then the second one was just like... Oh, man, they, do you know? Tragic. Uh, yeah, I know, the concept, uh, 
and then the forms don't doesn't doesn't do it justice. What would you do if the, if in London had such a concept where you for Me? one night for Bro, was it is it a night or is it a whole day? It is a whole night. So I think like forty. So like say for example from like six mm. six p.m. to like six a.m. Yeah. So not exactly a whole day, but it's like a whole sort of like evening. Oh, like that one time, yeah, where you can basically do anything. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Imagine, like, imagine you have a whole list. Say, for example, you work in some sort of environment and, like, yeah. you don't like your co-workers or your boss and you just, like, do you know what? Oh, on this, on this day, I'm coming for you guys. I've planned out, I've planned out everything from the, the, the weapon I'm going to use. Nah, purge is... <laughs> nah, that's... Uh, me, I feel personally. I've, what would you do? Like you're in this situation, like I in a few just, hours time. Because I say the purge is only celebrate. Say it was only celebrated here. I'll just go to a different country. Mm. I wouldn't celebrate at all. I don't see. I don't see how they say. Oh, we we need to keep the the population of the poor down. Yeah, that's, that's dumb. <laughs> so into because mainly you see the in the purge, people are killing like. They're aiming for the people, the 1%, so it doesn't make sense them mm. saying, oh, yeah, we're trying to reduce the population of the poor. Instead, you have friends take attacking other friends, you understand? Yeah. You don't, you don't directly see in them kind of forms where they where they talk about, oh, yeah, we need to reduce the population. It's mainly people legit free for... It's just, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what all the movies have shown anyway. Yeah. It's just, obviously, you've got the standard of, uh, like, robbing shops. Yeah, yeah. Setting things on fire. But I feel like if if it was a custom here, everyone would just like all the shop owners like remember the riots. Yeah, when they were happening. Right. Like most of the like most of the shop owners like of oh, that cell phones and whatever they just took their phones out of the shop and bounced. Yeah, legit. That's what you do like the day before, just like put the goods in the in the lorry. Drive exactly. Don't even don't give it to like a worker to drag off. Drive it. You take the lorry to a specific area by yourself don't let anyone know because you know there could be a co-worker in the shop the like, you know what? just like let's everyone know yeah man and then everyone comes for the delivery and that's, that's all your money going that's everything yeah mm. uh, I remember I think the first ever horror thing that I was exposed to mm. was uh, I don't know if you know but there's you know that Somali like Ar- uh, Arleo nah you got go after elaborate <laughs> Literally, like even right now, just thinking. Wait, about is it the cannibal? Huh? Isn't it? Nah, nah, it's that was another day. Okay. Nah, there's somebody's got a whole load. Of yeah, different. But you know why? Like their ones work. But their ones work because there's that sense of realism. Mm. Like, it's a lot, like, it's scarier when you feel like there's that person that's out there. Oh yeah, then on the loose. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But like with this one here, oh. I was, this this like I she was like a witch doctor, fam. Oh yeah, no, no, that's like not... she was a witch doctor, like yeah. had mad like face painting, whatever it was, uh, like some weird. I can visualize it now, man. Thank huh? you. I can visualize it. <laughs> Bro, she was literally like the scariest thing I've ever seen, mm. and like apparently, apparently the actual thing is meant to be. Um, like mm. a comedy you're joking yeah like this is the lady oh my <laughs> bro and she's like does this like crazy like dancing uh, and like you know what i mean and she's no. like saying like oh, i'm speaking with the gin and they're mm. talking to me now and 
Bro, nah, that right. was, but even if it's a comedy, I don't want it. <laughs> that was the scariest thing I've like. That's a straight nullifier right there, bro. Man's fam, that was that was like I think the first ever like exposure I had to like a horror thing. Yeah. And it's always been those kind of ones that scare me. The one that feels real, yeah, real. Witchcraft you know I mean? and uh, yeah, like I don't know why people find things like you know that uh, what's that Stephen King thing? Yeah. It, it or something. Oh, it. That's not it, scary, man. Yeah, clowns like, are not. If you if you're a grown individual and you find clowns to be remotely creepy, like that's what I'm saying. Like I can't ever find like clowns and that. It's like, just a guy with big teeth. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, literally. Scary, I can't. I don't see like how that could ever make mm. anyone scary. But you've seen. I think I've seen like. Do you know them Jerry Spring and stuff? They had these little segments where they have like people coming on with like different kind of phobias, and there was a girl that's that scared of cucumbers. You remember that? Nah. No cute pickles, remember? Look at the video, boy. She's scared of pickles? Yeah, man. Yeah, well, um, is there like a reason for it or is it just the way they look? Nah, it's just legit everything about it. And I'll they, tell you, pickles, they don't look nice. <laughs> they don't look appealing. <laughs> like, if someone, if I was a kid and someone attached a scary story to a pickle, mm. I would definitely believe nah, it. Nah, man, that couldn't be me, man. Yeah, like, mm. maybe it's not a phobia, maybe it's just like, just the fear of it because mm. it just looks sl- like slugs yeah no I agree like they're just that's the, that's the raw doll when you're coming up huh? that's the raw doll when you're coming up just yeah. the, Im- the imagery the imagery yeah like as a kid mm. literally whatever like your parents say like how many like like I said before all those stories like there's I heard that Ahlia one mm. then there's have you heard of the Dick Dare story Dick Dare I, think I heard the name before, but you can... Well, it's like there was this lady that was going around killing people. Ah. Um, and then she had, like, this big ear, which she would, like, listen out to, oh. to things. Um, and then, <coughs> like, some kids that she caught were mm. freed by her children, and then they made a whole boiling water thing and then poured it in her ear. Ah. Yeah. Um... And then there was crazy dog. And there was like uh, Arleo. Mm. Yeah, he's no, 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 Arleo. Uh, Arwelo. Arwelo. My, uh, no, oh, no, no. I thought this was like. I told you a lot of stories, man. It's had a discipline. I told you a lot of stories, man. Oh, you're younger. Yeah, but uh, yeah, she used to apparently like just and like mm. just cut off like boys, you know what I mean? But like. So, like, you hear these things, you, like, those type of ones where there's that sort of realism. Yeah, yeah. That's what, that's the only type of horror things that affected me. Mm. Um, I'll say sometimes paranormal stuff might yeah, be yeah. a bit, because obviously, again, there's, like, realism attached to that. Um, but if you were, like, given the budget of however much and you're told to make a horror movie... That's a good question. What would you, what would you do, like... What type of theme would you go for? So, say for example, in you know, Inception, yeah, meets like um, I'll say I'll do it on actually no, no, but scrap that. I'll do it like sleep paralysis. Mm. Yeah. Sleep paralysis on his own is crazy, man. Have you have ever have you ever oh, gone many it? times, my friend? Many, many times. times. I think the last time was been like been like almost a decade now. But yeah, no, I remember my friend telling me he was like you could hear like bells or something like that. Just the feeling of not being able to move, like you're awake, but you're asleep. Your body's sleep. That's crazy, and your mind be like, what? Oh, no, I couldn't. Like, so you can't. 
So physically, so, is it, so it's like, like your eyes, can you open your eyes? Your eyes are already open, so you can't close your eyes. Yeah. Can't move. <laughs> like, you can't move. Yeah. So, it's not like, what, like, you can't even move your head left, right? Yeah. And you know, you put yourself in a box, you become so, like, scared that you start seeing things. You understand? Yeah. So when we start panicking, I think also, like, with your mind, innit? You're, you can start stress yourself out to the, yeah, you can stress yourself out to the point where you start, like, seeing stuff that isn't there. And with any case, so say for example, you're in a desert walk, mm. you're tired, you're sweating, you're thirsty, you're gonna see. In a mirage? Yeah. Damn. So well, have you seen any weird stuff? Yeah, man. So, I saw a witch Millie rocking in the corner. <laughs> 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 with long arms and, you know what I mean? Long fingernails, man. <laughs> that's something that's the craziest thing I've seen when I was in sleep paralysis. Was <laughs> <laughs> well, she smiling at you? Huh? Was she smiling Ooh. at you? I don't know if she was smiling by force, but she had so much teeth, man. Oh, my days. Nah. Imagine that. Oh, that would be the weirdest thing I ever. think another one. This sounds crazy. But <laughs> another time. <laughs> another time. Sleep paralysis. It was like Phil Mitchell with a with wrench. Yeah. Just standing there. Nah, like, just coming towards me and you just look angry. But, but this is nuts. Like, your eyes are open. Yeah. And you're seeing this coming. Yeah. That's weird. I think I'll look into uh, I think I watched a documentary about it, like, quite a while ago, so it's um something is is a long I don't even know if I can even do the explanation justice, mm. but it was something about the this thing called the um R E M. So something in the eye. Yeah. And then like there's a direct link to the brain and that's when the gap there isn't there's no information travelling in between. I might be waffling or making this up, but there's no information. Yeah, you've lost me with the one yeah. you said R E whatever the hell you said. Yeah. But I think for me, uh like I would go something completely different to what I'm scared of. Even though I am scared of this, but do you remember oh, yeah, the, yeah. you know the mummy? That yeah, movie. Yeah. Mm. The <clears throat> the movie in itself wasn't really scary, but mm. you know those bugs? Yeah, that yeah. That like go yeah. inside you. Mm-hmm. Like that no, no. to me was like I'm crazy now, but any sort of bugs. Mm. Bro, that was a scare. Like these things just travel inside and you can see like them just travelling up that person's oh, body. The skin. Mm, no, no, no. So imagine just like Someone just gets trapped and then with just a bunch of those things. Yeah. That, that yeah no, it wouldn't be like a great movie, it would just be like, what the hell's going on? No. But, but yeah, anyways, enough of the chit chat. Um, Back into the nitty gritty. Yeah. So, this book, um, when I was like just searching around for like books to read and stuff, this mm. was like uh, highly recommended. Mm. A lot of people like enjoyed these books um like a lot of secondary schools they you know they they get their the children to read these this this book here mm-hmm. and then i was just wondering like what about it that was so like so good mm-hmm. um and basically to summarize the book uh like there's this guy called i can't forget his name how's it dr jekyll no the lawyer Oh, what, Mr. Hyde? Nah. Or oh, Lando? Nah, nah, Lando. it was Hamilton or something like that. I, mm. for, I forgot. Mm. Imagine I forgot the main character's name. <laughs> no, it's just me still thinking about Leo Fan. That's what it is. Uh, Gabriel? Nah, nah, not him. This is Gabriel, the lawyer. Oh, is that his first yeah. name? Utterson, Mr. Utterson. His first name. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. Yeah, I forgot. It was just, yeah, Gabriel John Artisan, that guy. Mm-hmm. 
basically um he's walking with his uh, cousin and then they like see this this door yeah um and then he points to him, he's like yeah this is like a very strange house like, mm-hmm. and uh his cousin says yeah i've met the guy that lives at this house like one time i was walking back home and he just like smashed into a little girl and just walked over her oh crazy um and then like when i stopped him and all the family and that everyone was just looking at him he just had the, like a like the the author as well did very well to not give like specific details mm. because like in in a sense he made the characters just be like um like I can't say exactly what it was but I just hated the way he looked I just hated him oh, he just okay. created this like hate for some reason mm-hmm. um he looked deformed but I wouldn't be able to say like what deformity that he had um again I like the way that the author sort of described it that way because mm-hmm. like the best way to 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 like get people scared of something yeah. is when like your imagination works up on it and you start overthinking like it's like you know when like you're you're just on your bed yeah. and it's dark yeah, yeah and you're just like shook cuz you're just thinking oh like mm-hmm. this thing's happening there and like so many things are just going on and then like you put your head under the covers mm. but then it's like even darker there but it's only like in your in your mind yeah, yeah. where you actually choose like oh it's scarier there mm. despite it despite some light being there compared to it, it under my blanket where it's just me being safe um so that's how like the the author uses like by saying this the reader like already creates an image mm-hmm. of how this guy's this guy looks to you yeah um which I thought was a very well which I thought was a very good way of doing it and um so yeah so his cousin's like yeah I wouldn't be able to tell you how he looks like um and then the guy the Mr. M. Utterson the lawyer decides you know what like to find out for himself how this guy looks like yeah um and when he does he sees him and then he again isn't able to explain how this guy looks like uh but before we continue with that there's the main guy which is called Dr. Jekyll mm-hmm. which is like a doctor that's one of those back in the day like industrial like mad kind of doctor guys mm-hmm. um and he's friends with the lawyer yeah. and a long time and he wrote him uh, a will saying that if anything happens um to give everything that I have to this guy called uh Hyde mm-hmm. so the whole time the lawyer's like what like who's this Hyde guy he's got no connection with him why is he you know it's a very he found it very suspicious mm-hmm. and then what happens is when the guy the lawyer meets the man that what that lives at that house mm-hmm. he tells him that his name is Hyde yeah um and then he kind of puts the two and two together and then long story short you which is basically the final chapter yeah um the doctor Jekyll guy basic i don't know if i should just i'm i don't know i'm thinking of like spoilers or should i just just in case we're actually spoiling actually no we 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 books man huh we we talk about books so of course the spoilers yeah i think about now like 
We should, we should never. Some, some we don't spoil, do we? Nah. I thought we just full, fully go ham in, in terms of. Nah, we don't. But actually, because mm. because like the ending is the crucial point to. Oh yeah, that's the case. Mm, we could just, so we're just gonna have to continue it. Yeah. yeah. Um. But so basically, what this this uh, Henry Jekyll guy, he was someone that was that liked to get onto the the evil side of life, should mm-hmm. we say. Um, and take part in things that were below his character. Mm-hmm. And because he wanted to save his reputation so much, he, he concocted this like potion almost, um, where he would then, like, he was for a long time toiling with um, the fact that human beings are two in one. Yeah. Um, because in the book he says that, you know, human beings aren't one but two, mm-hmm. uh, where you're an evil person and you're a good person. Both inside. Did you agree with him? Hmm? Did I don't really think so. I don't think because the way he's saying it is like yeah. two distinct things, two different people. But they work through like. Well, I think obviously because you've got that consciousness and we've got free will. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of things that we inherently know. Um, yeah. That are evil, like killing people. Like know that's evil, mm-hmm. but it takes like something. To, to get people past that okay. that hurdle. Same thing with like lying. Yeah. Like a child doesn't lie because it knows that it's not right. Mm-hmm. Um, you have them, them little kids, the other kids are straight lies. Straight lies, born lying. Lying never wins. You know what I mean? But, so I don't necessarily, I, I agree with the fact that there is good and bad in everyone. No. I don't think anyone is think you're one or the other you can't be two yeah i don't i never i, I never feel like playing both sides i feel like you've got like you can't be fully bad and fully evil mm. but like you can be like because i don't think anyone could be fully good like just prone to not making mistakes and like you know what i mean no, humans are never infallible. that's what i'm saying uh but what i'm saying is is like you could like okay if it was like out of 100 yeah like someone could be 70 percent good and like 30 percent or like eight. It's always changing. So it, it depends on like circumstances. Like some people might be like seventy percent good, thirty percent, and then one thing happens, and then it's just like seventy percent evil. Hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, so he was toying with the fact that, um, like in his mind, that the human being is split in two. Mm-hmm. So the potion that he concocted yeah. split those two. And by splitting those two, he then transformed into his evil side. Um, And his evil side was like a short person um, just oozing with like bad character, like just very displeasing. Um, And when he was this person here, he he just like everything that he thought was bad, it was just easy for him to do. Like just didn't think twice. So that's why when he like just walked over that girl, it was just like nothing to him. Because mm-hmm. in the book, when the cousin caught him, he was like the man had like no face of like, like he wasn't st- like uh, like sad that he did this. Mm-hmm. He was just like he was just normal. So he taps into that evil side, and uh, there was an interesting point that he made, which was that where that. Um, when he became his evil side, mm-hmm. he was much smaller because throughout most of his life, he didn't 
exercise his evil, his evil side yeah. a lot. So his evil side didn't grow as big as his good side, which is um, which is Jackal, the Henry Jackal side. Um, and that's crazy, but let's say, for example, uh, if if your evil side, yeah. do you think, it, like, if it was to come out, like, as, in its own form, how big do you think it would be? Or is this going to just reveal, open a whole can of worms? I don't think it would be that often, but just, that's a good question. Because um, obviously, if you say it'd be wedge, like, big, <laughs> then nah, I don't. Yeah. Me personally, I've never, I've never reached. Thank God, I've never reached um, any sort of stage in my life where I, I'll say I'm at like not even full capacity, like half capacity. So I don't know what I'm like when I'm hundred percent mm. in terms of like being angry and stuff. Yeah, it's a good question. But I haven't been put in them situations where I'm just burning. Mm. Or by I don't know. I think. Uh, I'll say it takes one, one just thing to happen. Yeah. Just trigger, trigger me different. And when you do, what it'd be like Hulk? I don't think, I don't think even then, I don't think I'll reach out that bad. I don't know, if I, I feel did, like... I feel like I could bounce back. With me, I feel like I'm too calm for my own good. Mm. Like, there's only, like, there's only small, small things like not small like I don't know nothing has like really got me to like boiling point I've never like been on that side Mm, the most is like me just like telling someone like to like just get away from me Mm. that's like the furthest it will go it's not like shouting or like all of that stuff like I don't know I don't I don't think I've ever been in that position Mm. like even when it like comes to arguments or whatnot I remember one time I got into like heated one Mm. um and by heated I knew it was heated because the other guy was yeah shouting like to top and and I realized after but what makes someone that's mad Mm. just go even like just go madder Mm -hmm. is like when he's like shouting telling you his points trying to drive it home Mm-hmm. And you just like Don't drop say. little comments yeah. like, like, like it's good for you, yeah. and and he's like, <sighs> like he just just goes. So that's like how I've always like sort of I wouldn't say mm. one upped an argument because yeah. I don't really think anyone wins or gains thought, anything from I it. Even an argument that if if you if you're karma, then the other person that's going off, yeah, they'll do you know what I mean. They yeah. um they will get more frustrated at you they your will. calmness. Yeah, because then they're, they're not understanding why you're calm. They're thinking is this guy not getting the message? Like, yeah, is he is he not getting what I'm telling him? But and you yeah. have those people that actively look for situations where they want to just be angry and just yeah. Some people like weirdos, man, are just like hot headed. Yeah, hot headed. Yeah. Like you I see that from a young age as well. Like yeah, anything, yeah. like I don't know. Where it starts from, maybe it just starts from like a younger age or something. I say tantrums. Tantrums. You can develop from there. Yeah, like kids having just tantrums, sport, you can tell. Yeah, just being sport, and then afterwards, that that leads them to sort of being mm. stuck up and uh, hot headed. Yeah. Arrogant. I feel like there's probably like a couple ways to deal with a kid having a tantrum. Yeah, this even listen to a, everything he wants. Mm-hmm. I say discipline from an early age. Mm. But not like disciplines. Get over here and. In the child, I mean, discipline in terms of like the way they're like sort of like nurture, so don't give your your child everything from the yeah. get go, you know. 
So yeah, in terms of I say, in terms of nurturing, you discipline your child from there. Mm. I say at the end of the day, it's their choice, but I feel like a child's more likely to be a calmer person. Yeah, I'm not absolute. It's kind of crazy how like because uh, when we read the Malcolm X book, yeah, uh, Malcolm X, one of the things he said that he, he was yeah, he was like a kid that would shout a lot mm-hmm. because like when he did shout, he would get what he wanted, mm-hmm. and then like you kind of see how he turned out. Yeah, yeah. Even even then, he knew that. that it wouldn't it wouldn't so like it wouldn't avail him in any way. It wouldn't help him if he came across the same way. Mm-hmm. It would just be it would just be seen as like. A threatened behavior and whatnot, they would, they would take yeah. it. And it's also a bit like, because uh, I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast where they had like George St. Pierre yeah. um, on there, it was a UFC fighter, and he was basically saying that there was this kid mm. that one time he was just driving yeah. um, and then he parked up, and then there was this like guy asking for money, mm. and then he recognized the guy, he was like, like what the hell happened to you? Like, cause this guy, he was like a tall, he said he was like handsome, like all the girls liked him one night in school. Mm-hmm. Um, and he used to bully like George all the time. Oh, and and uh, the guy was like, yeah, you know, just life. And then, so George, I like, gave him some money. He was like, you know, like fix yourself up. Mm. Um, and then afterwards, but he was like, as a kid that he wanted to literally kill this guy. Oh, okay. Because this kid, like, he, the guy used to bully yeah, him all the time, like, time, just ripped. Like, one time he said he, like, he just ripped his trousers, like, in, on the school bus, just in front of everyone. Just, like, oh, tormenting okay. him the whole time. Um, and then one time he told his dad, and then his dad went to the guy's house, and uh, he basically said to the dad, like, stop, like, tell your son to not do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And what he would then, he saw, like, the dad go up to the son and, like, shouting at him, like, just... He was he drank all the time. The dad mm-hmm. just punching him up like, don't do like that was his discipline. Just like drunk beating and mm-hmm. and then like the dad came back and told George like yeah like this is what I saw yeah. and then like it all made sense like because of this this is how now he's turned out mm-hmm. like his way of communication is just through punching. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, so yeah he's got that. So the Henry Jekyll guy, he has that evil side to him, which he then literally goes out with and just does whatever the hell he wants to without his reputation being destroyed. Because even if anyone does find out or like catches him, mm-hmm. there's no like links to him being the, uh, the Jack uh, okay. guy, Henry Jekyll. Mm. So um, eventually, what te- what begins to happen is that the bad side then starts to eclipse mm-hmm. and overtake him, yeah. him as like the good guy, the good side, you could say. Um, and then from there, it can't, it doesn't work as a split thing. Mm-hmm. It just becomes the whenever he's normal, the bad side just always wants to get out, mm-hmm. like the creature that he made. Um, which then eventually leads to him having to uh, commit suicide mm. to basically end uh, end him and the evil side basically all at once. And that basically, I was just checking up a, a lot of like information and stuff online. Mm. And a lot of the things online was like, the themes and stuff that they were talking about was like split personalities yeah, yeah. split personality disorder um, which is called the 
this is a this a I don't even got that. You can attempt to say well. This dissociative this identity disorder. Yeah. Yeah, um, also known as multiple personal disorder, which is a, a mental disorder mm. that's characterized by at least two distinct and relatively enduring personality states. So, like, just one person's like just normal, mm-hmm. and then the next minute, he's just a whole complete other person. Just, the, which is which is mad. Do you think you've ever come across someone like that? Because I feel like if I did come across someone like that, it would be the only way for me to actually understand it a mm. lot more. Because for me, I just find it a bit nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That how someone can just have like straight, it's not even like mood swings or anything. It's just, it's a just different, like it's a whole different character. Yeah, yeah, I know. I have, I don't know why. A lot of those people um, that you do encounter, I'll, I'll say, have always been people that like live on the streets mm. and stuff. So I feel like a lot of people that sort of go through them kind of things, yeah, they are sort of like abandoned by like what friends and family. So it sort of makes sense why they would be either like homeless or just living well, in people just, are just, yeah, yeah. just living in general like like bad conditions because instead of getting the help they need. Because I mean, like, it's 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 just like mad. Like, there was that film that I think was called Split or mm, something. That's a mad film. Where like I mean, if it's taken to that extreme lengths, then that's what I'm thinking of. Like where you're literally five people in one body yeah and like obviously because we there's like the borderline ones um which some people might have mm. of like uh multiple multiple personality disorder okay. such as like um people that fear of like abandonment um <clears throat> unstable relationships uh yeah this is like something which i read offline mm. um where there's like nine borderline things where you could be going towards there or where you're just on a borderline of mm-hmm. where you have like severe fear of abandonment um, like unstable relationships unclear or unstable self-image uh, impulsive self-destructive behaviors mm-hmm. self-harm extreme emotional swings swings um, chronic feelings of emptiness explosive anger feeling uh, suspicious or out of touch with reality and <clears throat> like having extreme cases of those mm. like you could but still again like just trying to like wrap my head around um I'll say if this case we'll just speak to speak to a professional so well, if like someone has it or someone thinks they have it um not as in like to get to get a better understanding of those conditions mm. I'll say speak to a professional so no, yeah like for, for, for sure because like I mean if you spoke to me I would just I wouldn't be able to give good advice because no. I mean for me all I'm thinking of apart from this book the only other like split personality thing that I know is Gollum like you know when he's Gollum and he's Smeagol yeah yeah and he's like even though I don't, I'm, not, I'm not that deep into the Lord of the Rings yeah but like but there's, I do the, know what, like, there's a bit where he's like my master protects us and then he's like Gollum and then he just turns into like the other thing was like get kills you know what I mean like, so, uh, another episode of impressions just impressions yeah mm-hmm. I know but like it was I thought it was the only way of explaining it but that's like the only other oh yeah yeah you know what I mean so that's what I'm thinking like I don't know I feel like maybe such a childish thing but I feel like the person that would be going through that has that sort of thing where like he's speaking to two different people mm. 
I don't know, man. The whole thing is mad. But if you guys like, um, like, have any info or something which can like help us understand this better, mm-hmm. then please like obviously send it to us on our Inspire accounts or like link it in somewhere. We'll check it out because this is something which I want to know more. Um, but aside from that, uh, just more on the book as a whole. Like mm-hmm. what I've noticed is reading this one and reading like the one well you didn't read it uh, you know what I mean only I can well the one I read with Mo last week uh, where again it was like a book that was written in the 1800s mm. and this book as well and for some reason like the books written then they've just got this like very gritty sense of writing you know what I mean like you look at Charles Dickens type of writing as mm. well it's very gritty yeah, like yeah, yeah. you look at this one here and a lot of it is just like the way they're talking about personal things or like people and characters is like it's not really done like that anymore where the whole book will evolve around the character and how they're feeling um, which is probably why obviously Tolkien didn't write in the 1800s but like the way he did fantasy and the way like he did the world with building like that, I just feel like it changed the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because a lot of people, because it, that bit was more like flowery and just like. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But with these ones, it's just, it was just straight grit and the story, and then grit and then the story. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So like from us that are used to like not reading this type of work, mm-hmm. where it's very hard for us like how many times have we struggled to I mean the book is like 54 pages mm-hmm. but yeah, it yeah, felt no, longer quite, than yeah. when we read Wanda um, and then like even when you read like Animal Farm or the other ones like by George Orwell yeah. which was done at a later date like that's the way the writing is done then is a lot easier than the way that they wrote it mm-hmm. so like I feel like it's, it's just very interesting like if you're that person that's into like sort of gritty and just like very stark um, character emotions and feelings yeah I'll say it's a, it's a very it's a very even though it's a short book it's a slow read in terms of trying to yeah. get a sense of trying like, to how long did we spend trying to read just like 20, 20 pages 20 pages yeah I felt like I was read 100 yeah. pages but it's yeah like if you're into that just straight stark like just understand the characters more mm-hmm. then those are the books like a lot of the books nowadays, then they don't really get into the character's mind as well as they do, um, and I just think it really just um, matches with the era that they were in mm-hmm. around that time where everything was gritty and everything was stuck, like the Industrial Revolution and you know what I mean and all of these things that were happening back then. But yeah, uh, that was that was the book. What was it again? I can't, I can't forget the name. Strange case of uh, Doctor Jericho <laughs> and Mister Hyde mm. by uh, by um, what's it called? Robert Louis Stevenson. Mm. Uh, if you were to give this book a rating, would you give it? Absolutely sensational. Uh, what's sensational? You know what I mean, like. I feel okay, like uh, Mo's not here, so I can eight. like explain why I find it. We a can good actually idea give it numbers rate. without getting criticized. Yeah. Okay, I'll give it. I'll give it eight point five. Yeah, you see, because now that mm. that gives me an understanding of what you meant by yeah. 
you enjoying it. Um, okay. I'll, but I'll give it a seven. Mm. Give it, give it an eight. Actually, I'll give it a six. Six? Ooh, yeah. that's just <laughs> quite huge. It's only because it's like it's a very slow read until towards the end mm-hmm. where everything starts to make sense. Yeah, yeah. But before everything starts to make sense, it's just like, uh, okay. You know what I mean? But and then again, it is, like I said, one of those 1800 books where uh, it is a very slow start. Mm-hmm. But then, like, the story in itself and what you get from it is, like, better than most books, Not contemporary really books that uh, we read. But yeah, and with that being said, we are boys from Inspire Reads, and hopefully we've inspired a read. You want to say anything? Because we've got an announcement next week, Sunday. Yay! Oh, okay, you're coming. Next week, Sunday, we have a a fantastical episode. Sorry, I didn't hear you. What's that? Next week, week, Sunday, we have a. Oh, next week. My word. What what he's trying to say is. (laughs) (laughs) No, because I was thinking, I can't say next week, Sunday, because we release on a on a Monday yeah. evening. So okay, next, week, say, next, next week, next week, yeah, yeah, next week, we have a fantastic episode lined up. We've got a mad collab going on. We've got Drake coming down oh, wow. from the six. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, we're doing a club with them. Let's see. Let's see again. It's like he was. It's like he's got a split personality. Isn't it? No, no, don't there's give me the, that. No, there's the one that wants him to say what he wants to say. Then there's the other one just like, nah, don't say it. <laughs> so I say what you gotta say. No, we're doing the club next week. Uh, at one. Basically, what he's trying to say is yeah, right, that we've got uh, a good collaboration next week with the Abuan Chronicles, um, which is another podcast, which you guys should definitely take check him out. You know, these guys like were like one of the first people that really showed us love when we were starting off. Mm-hmm. Uh, big shout out. Come yeah, big shout out to them. You know what I mean? They, you know what I mean? Before I even knew people were like really listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until I saw like their tweet one time and they tagged us in the thing. I'll never forget that. Uh, yeah, so shout out to them. Uh, I mean, you guys should definitely check them out. They do amazing stuff. Um, and feature a lot of amazing people as well. So it would be a real honor to be on their show. And they're obviously going to be on ours as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's so you guys can look forward to that next week. And yeah, that's that's uh, we're done. Any more yeah, announcements? Uh, I'd still like to say, everyone make sure you eat your green vegetables. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amo, wherever you're at, <laughs> we love you, man. He's not coming back. We've been your boys from Inspire Reads, and hopefully we've inspired a read. Ease is a greater threat to progress than hardship. So keep moving, keep growing, keep learning. See you at work.